What's up, Mets fans? Happy Monday. Back here in the Seven Lines headquarters after a lousy weekend out at City Field. They sweep the Indians. Then they get swept by the Bravos out at City Field. But guess what? And the Braves. What's up? They didn't lose any ground in the wild card hunt. Although it would have eh, been nice. Kinda. It would have been nice to to you know inch up a little bit here. But oh, same, right? Two out, two out. Well, there's still two out. But right. now Philadelphia has passed, and Milwaukee yeah. is in that mix. So it's a it's a little more crowded now in that group for the wild card. But it sets up a fun week. It does. The fan graphs. I mean, now that you got me hooked on this fan graphs, I've been keeping <laughs> track of it. Now the we're roller coaster. Like the thirty percent ish mark on fan graphs. Mm-hmm. But um, you know. You know, only two teams can make it into the wild card. It looks like five or six are right there in it, and yeah. you know we'll see what happens this week. Like you said, Cubs come to town tomorrow. They're not really playing that great on the on the road this year. Nope. So if they're going to do something, it's got to be now. And I said this is crunch time like a month ago, but it's every day is crunch time now. Well, that's the thing, and that's something that JD Davis was talking about a little bit after the game. Is you do wonder about a fatigue factor for this team, like. Michael Conforto is playing every day. Ahmed Rosario is playing every day. These guys have played a ton since the All-Star break. And listen, they should. That's what the Mets have to do to make up this kind of ground. But when you're playing emotionally charged games, you're doing it night after night after night. You have an extra inning game. You had a long rain delay against Cleveland. Is there a price to be paid as you go through all of those things? And are the Mets paying it right now I, I think that's a question and you know then you just have a month that you have to suck it up and yeah, get through yeah. but we're kind of still in the dog days for uh, a lot of guys right now I mean they are getting some days off I mean you know the, in between they had the day off after uh yeah. you know well, Thursday yep. and then day off today so hopefully these guys are resting up I know I see, I see McNeil's out there at the Barstool Classic today golfing so uh I'm not too concerned I don't think that uh he's overexerting himself on the golf course today we're not going to jump to conclusions like a is here but uh you know yeah it is nice to have McNeil back, the, the squirrels back in the lineup. Um, and you know, we'll just see. We'll see what happens. I mean, this week is it, it's it's a serious thing right now. These t- these guys got to get back uh, back on the winning track nice and quick because losing three over the weekend, sure, it's 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 horrible and it's bad to see. But if they're going to do something and, and not just roll over and die tomorrow night at City Field, it's the time to do it. What, what are your emotions like when they lose three in a row to Atlanta? Because I've said – I, I can't foresee myself getting angry again with this team over this season because uh-huh. of how unlikely it is that they are in the position that they're at when it looked like they were dead a couple of months ago. Like, what were your emotions after they get swept against Atlanta? You were there yesterday. Yeah, there yesterday. What did you sense, you know, at the ballpark? You know, second inning there, that, that pop-up, which, you know, the ball, whatever you want to say. The wind took it out. The Donaldson, ball's different yeah. this year. Donaldson, that looked like a can of corn. And next thing you know, it's in the first row of the Pepsi. Not Pepsi. It's the uh, M&M's sweet seats or whatever they're called this year. And then J.D. The, Davis hit the same one, and that one didn't. Did you see the fan the who park. caught that ball? Yeah. Nice Mets catch. fan celebrating, clapping. I mean, I, I get it. Second well, nature to, to go. It. I get it. But you, you catch a home run ball by the Braves at City Field, and, you know, you're on the verge of being swept. I wouldn't be too thrilled to catch that ball. But it's second nature. Ball's coming at you. You're going to try to Catch a home it. run ball. I don't know. I wouldn't be high fiving the people around oh, me. Oh, enjoy the moment. Oh, enjoy sorry, the moment. You can also drink on that little platform the entire game. So who knows? He it was only been... the second inning. Oh. But when you catch a home run, whatever. Am I, it's. It, it, I, I said it the first outing we ever had. If we were in Wrigley and I caught a home run from the Cubs, we're going to throw it back, which would have the whole place would have erupted in uh, you know throwing things at us. But uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's second nature to be excited when you catch a home run. But granted, uh, Donaldson just kills the Mets. 
Oh, he's destroyed them this year. Nine homers. Now I saw I saw this on Twitter, so I don't have it like a thousand percent confirmed. But I think it's MLB stat of the day or something like that. It's the most home runs against the Mets in a, a Mets in a season since Dave Kingman in like nineteen seventy nine. Right. I was like, wow, more than Murph or Chipper or all these guys that we talk about. And yeah, yeah it, it's kind of been quiet, I guess. But yeah, Donaldson has killed him this year. That was a great signing for Atlanta. He's the new the villain. Season. He's the new villain. Well, let's not put him there yet. <laughs> but, uh, this we get him this year. Yeah. Uh, show the folks at home. I don't have my webcam today. I'm trying to cut down on the lag here. Can you show the folks at home this bobblehead that we got from uh, our friends at Foco? Oh, Mr. Pete? Yes. Mike Piazza. All right. Look so, at that. Uh, oh, you can see the details. That's of- great. Oh, this is the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Cool. Ah, that's awesome. So this week's giveaway from Foco, if you share it, it's perfect. If you share it right now, you'll be in the running on both Facebook and Twitter. We have two to give away thanks to Foco. If you don't happen to win, you could always go to their website and buy one. Uh, Here it is on Foco.com. It is worth $45, and you're going to get it for free just by sharing the show right now if you win. If you don't win, you could always go to the uh, website. Foco.com and use the promo code LFGM10. That means let's go freaking Mets 10. Uh, 10% off of any purchase, not just this uh, Piazza bobblehead. Anything you see on their site that is Mets related, use the promo code LFGM10. Get 10% off. And uh, if you happen to win right now, we'll ship it to you for free. I think it looks like Lizzie wants to say something. What's up, Lizzie? This is one of the best looking bobbleheads I've ever seen in my life. I opened the package and I was like, oh, my God, this one is beautiful. It is beautiful. So share the show right now if you want to be put in the running to win the bobble. But uh, like you said, I was out at the ballpark yesterday. Even though I was hoping for Pete to break the record and get his 42nd home run of the season, a record was broken. Our daughter, Amelia, who's a little over four years old, actually made it the entire game from the seats, which is, a, is, is something to be commended because... Uh, That's a big day. It, it's incredible. I mean, I, I, I know some adults who can't make it three innings. <laughs> so she's making it nine. Granted, we had to bribe her a little bit with some ice cream and popcorn, but uh, she made it, and uh, I'm very proud of her. I told her all... like in the morning like we're supposed to go back on Wednesday night and I was about to give the tickets to Lizzie because I didn't think that Amelia could could hang I was like we probably can't bring her to a game at night and expect that she's gonna sit through the entire game but yesterday was like the test granted yeah. it's daytime Wednesday night it's gonna be her bedtime I don't know if she'll be able to make it but mm. we're gonna try again on Wednesday with her and uh, hopefully now yeah I know hopefully uh she's better luck because yesterday was Horrific. But it's I'm all right. her fault. So now we know who to blame. Uh so I did see too, you uh she ran the field, yeah, ran, the ran the bases after the game. That's awesome. Like I never did that as a kid. They had the Dynamets dash or whatever it was when I was growing up, but we never I never had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And that's gotta be a thrill. They had a senior stroll at Chase Stadium. I guess you I don't know if you had to show like your double like AARP card or something <laughs> to, to get on the field, but there was a woman that we became friendly with in our section, uh down the right field line. Her name was Lee. And she just said that we were her grandkids and we went on a day game at Shea, a weekday day game at Shea on the field with her afterwards. So that was really cool. It was my my only time out on the field at Shea. Um, But now, like, it's really weird. We got married at City Field. So we were saying to Amelia, like, oh, you know what that is? The dugout. That's where we stood. And she's like kind of connecting the dots from seeing the photos in our house. Like, oh, yeah, that's a dugout. So to then running on the field with her afterwards is really cool. We both couldn't do it. You're allowed to have one. 
one uh, parent with the child uh, to help run around the bases. But she thought it was like a photo op. So she's stopping with Mr. Met. She's stopping with <laughs> Mrs. Met. She's posing. And uh, if you listen, I posted she's it on Twitter. She's so sassy, guys. On Twitter. Just yeah. want to let you know. Child of the Instagram era. Yeah, absolutely. She, uh, she was loving it. And there's this thing. Um, it's a fairy named Jasper on Nick, Nick Jr. She's yelling. Uh, Jasper, faster, Jasper, Jasper, faster. She's running. If you listen to it after, if you happen to care or whatever, <laughs> you could look on my Twitter account. But yeah, it was a great time, and Mets do a stand-up job with that. I was expecting it to be a freaking mess because you line up down Seaver Way, mm -hmm. and then they let you in. But that's also where people are waiting online for McKellar. You're waiting online for uh, McFadden's or whatever. So it was it was really well organized. So uh, hats off to the Mets if you got a kid. Uh, or you want to borrow one to try to go on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Head on out there. It's every Sunday, too. So beforehand, Gary and Sending the Clowns were out there. They yeah. do the face painting, which is free. The the uh, the uh, balloon animals and all that other stuff is free. So cool. definitely check it out. I mean, you, you'd be going soon, right? Eventually? Yeah. One day. bring her eventually. Yeah. yeah. Probably, you know, when she gets up to three or four, and yeah. I guess is cognizant of what's going on but right, right, uh, right, yeah right, five right. five months now not not quite right baseball right, ready right, right, yeah right, right. like i went to my first game as a baby so i don't even have the experience of having me either gone to my first game and remembering it so that's something that i'd like to save rather than you know bring her when that's why i mean she's baby, been to you know? so many games she's been to so many outings yeah. she was there for bartolo's home run she's been around the country with us for this team but yesterday was the first time i felt like wow I can maybe start bringing her to games and like enjoying the game. It's not just like, hey, let's walk around and not watch the game with mm -hmm. her, you know, like watching the game, her sitting in the seat. Well, and hats off to Kelly too. Like Kelly brought coloring books and she brought all this stuff just in case mm -hmm. she wasn't. I'm not saying she sat nine innings and was locked in, but she yeah. didn't have. She didn't she act up in a way yet? that like no no no. <laughs> she didn't act up in such a way where we had to like leave the seats, which mm -hmm. is huge. You know, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you want to chime in, six three one three eight eight five one nine five. This is our last Monday show of the summer. Next Monday, we're going to be down in D.C., hopefully watching the Mets smack the Nationals around. And then we're going to be back next Thursday. I, we're going to keep the show during the day, right? Yeah, yeah. I like it during the day. We're going to Me keep too. the show during the day next Thursday. So Thursday's the first day show of, I guess it's the fall by that point. When, mm -hmm. When's the last day of summer? Anyone know that? No, it's it's September further into 20. September. Yeah. Oh. Oh, whatever. I just I consider this the last week of summer. Yeah. I mean, Labor Day Labor Monday, Day, summer's done. over. I'm wearing a sweatshirt today. It was 65 degrees when I left my house this morning. Uh, it already does feel like fall. I, know, I love I, it. I love it. I'm I love not it. happy. Me too. I don't love it. I, See, I want it 100 degrees. No. Like I, I like the oppressive heat that no, everybody complains about. Is this is my not my thing. Favorite. The only thing I don't love about it is, you know, we're, we're, we're here in the Seven Lines Warehouse near now. We don't have that many sweatshirts in stock. So now people are like, hey, where's your sweatshirts? Like, shit, we don't really have any. Uh, so we got to fire up the presses and yeah. uh, get that cranking. But Pete, let's cheers to McKellar. Oh, I want a beer. It took hey. me a while to get this going last week. And I apologize a week late, but uh, cheers to another week. Cheers. Hopefully the Mets uh, wake up and win. Take two out of three, at least from the Cubs. Cheers. Mm. Oh my God. This is incredible. It's my first time. I'm on the lawn days. I think it's a collab with Bronx Brewery. Definitely check that out. I don't know if it's a limited edition, but Lawn days for me, United We Cheers for Pete. But definitely uh, remind yourself that this week, since the U.S. Open is in town uh, in Flushing Meadows Park. Uh, I'm going on Friday. Are you really? Yeah, I've never – I've got, I went to the final once. One of those times where it was like rained out Sunday uh -huh. and then people were getting rid of tickets cheap on Monday. 
Um, but yeah, I'm going to go like one of the early ones on Friday and the, you could just walk around the grounds. Apparently it's supposed to be a really cool thing, but Mets fans really just know the tennis open is the thing that gets in the way and takes up the parking. Well, you know, with the, the traffic, you also know that the, uh, us open is going on by how clean the bridge from the train station is over from, uh, is it Billie Jean King? Uh, when you walk over the wooden bridge to get yeah. to the city field, it's the only time the flags are up. It's the only time the the guys selling the beers and you know the bootleg hats are gone. They they like tidy up the place a lot <laughs> on uh, on U.S. Open week. But McKellar, this is why we're even talking about this U.S. Open. McKellar will be open every day this week at noon. Oh, cool. So normally they're open just two hours before the game. Now they're opening at noon. So if you happen to be in the area early for the game for the Mets, or you're going to be checking out like Peter's U.S. Open. Just across the uh, the walkway there, pop on into McKellar, open all week at noon, and uh, that's it. Pop in for a brewski and enjoy yourself. Lizzie uh, just notified me that this couldn't have been better timing because Lumberland just dropped off just dropped off literally uh, some more bat mugs. So Lizzie, just pick one for us and just and one? what number are we missing over there, Pete? We have one, two, three. Wait, Don't say what one. numbers are what, but what number are we missing? Well, that is giving it away. If I tell you what numbers we're missing. Well, we'll jumble it up. <laughs> what do you mean jumble? Like write a new number on yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Just pick another one and Pete will have to remember in his head. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you move the camera and then I'll just uh, give okay. her fingers. How about that? Um, well, it's going to be on me. All right. Here we go. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, so uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Lumberland, great friend of the program, who actually just signed a deal with Tops. So uh, Lumberland and Tops have a new collab going on. So head on over to Lumberland.com and check that out. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. But, uh, yeah, that's later on in the show, thanks to Lumberland. So back to this weekend. DeGrom couldn't have looked any better. Oh, man. Uh, 13 strikeouts, you know, took the uh, team on his back, hit a home run there. and uh, I don't Straight know, out of 2018. Yeah. Right? I, yeah, I mean, right. what more could the guy do? And he still can't win a game, you know, and that hasn't been the norm over the course of this year. But, uh, ah, it's yeah. frustrating. And then the game went on forever, obviously 14 innings. Yeah. The, uh, the deal with that though, also with them wearing, you know, these, these uniform nicknames in their back. I think the first year he actually didn't participate and just wrote DeGrom on his back. Uh, Lizzie screw this up. I screwed it up. Oh, okay. Here, use a pen. Oh, Very funny. So, uh, the other night. He actually he did participate this year. I don't know what his nickname was. Do you do you, do you know what his nickname was this year? Who is this? Degrom. What he actually had on his back? I think it was just Jake. Just or Degrom. Jake. He All does right. not. He does not play. I on thought Players that weekend. this year he did. I thought this year he did. did maybe he put maybe I'm wrong. Else I don't know. On there? But I, someone. I, 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 I'll, I'll I try to look was... it up here. They wrote on Twitter the. Uh, He's gonna change his nickname to nickname to I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. After that, after that performance, um, but yeah, the players' weekend jerseys. I mean, you've, we've seen a lot about it on the internet. Uh, for the most part, I don't think I saw anyone who actually liked them. Um, I saw one person like them. I don't even remember who it was, but there was one, and it actually stood out that someone said they didn't hate the jerseys because that been... it was unanimous across the board nobody liked these jerseys all of the games one. looked the same right yeah. like if you watched the Yankees and the Dodgers you know this is the thing the uniforms matter right like Seinfeld says you're root for laundry right, right. and when your team is all of a sudden wearing something else it doesn't really feel like your team right like Yankees Dodgers historic matchup yet it looks like anything it looked like all the other games i just 
It wasn't. Uh, I I love what they've done with Players Weekend in the past, right, where you'd right, have right. colorful jerseys and they kind of look like little league-ish, and I, I think that's neat. But they tried to do something a little different this year, and it did not work. Not even remotely, because in the beginning, if you remember, they gave them special patches. They could honor or write whatever they wanted on their patches. They can make. They can try to customize their jersey so it, it was a little bit unique to them, like as if they were a little league player again, and they could customize their jersey or write something on their hat. Yeah, or I like the cleats. You know, that's all cool. fun. That's good stuff. By the way, Degrom had Degrom. Oh, okay, you're right. You're right. Then uh, <laughs> the I was saying, if Pete happened to uh, break this record and and be the sole uh, owner of the 42 home run mark for the Mets, it would have been kind of cool that all white jersey polar bear on the back yeah. and the polar bear kind of is white. Clearly, uh, that would have made sense. But I can't picture anyone going out and purchasing this jersey. No, and you know what though? Like even the batting helmets. Were ugly as sin. And did they not think about the, the batter's eye and that the pitchers had to wear black hats? I guess not. Yeah, the pitchers had to wear black hats. I saw, you know, some of the guys smear pine tar all over the helmet. So when it's all over the white helmet, oh it looks like melted chocolate or something. Well, all I, over the thing. I mean, it's just uh, it's a mess. I was under the impression that all the home teams would wear white and the visitors would be black. So I looked up the the stats today to to uh, see what the record was for home and away the splits. Um, but I guess that the home team could choose if they wanted to wear black or white, which I, I feel like uh, I, oh. I was I was surprised by that. So if this tweet was correct, which it's not, uh, I was looking to place some blame on the white jerseys and the home teams were 25 and 19 this weekend. So I don't know if any home teams wore black. Someone chimed in that said that they got to decide. But either way, horrific. And Gary Cohen. It looked bad on TV, too. Yeah, yeah it looked terrible. It's just Gary Cohen, uh, I think it was Saturday night, he goes, I haven't seen anyone say that they like these jerseys. I guess he has a, a Twitter account or something. I don't know where he, he follows He's up. lurking out there. Yeah, he's out there somewhere. So Gary also said it on the broadcast. And um, yeah, it just was not a good look. And I, I hopefully, hopefully next year they go back to kind of what they did and, you know, the colors that match the team and make it a little more unique. I get that they're yeah, going to raffle these things off and donate money to some Little League charity, which is cool, yeah. uh, which is great. I mean, anytime you can help raise some money is, is phenomenal. But you could do it with jerseys that yeah. are emblematic of the teams. And yeah. this is not. It was no. just, oh, let's put all white together or all black. and. And there's nothing about it that made you say, "Oh, that's the Cubs." Who do you think votes on this or stuff? Who, who has the final decision? Uh, like this is clearly they wouldn't. Wh whoever any... their fashion coordinator there is, there at uh, MLB Corporate. But someone... they have a lot of memos coming in on this Monday. <laughs> Absolutely, but someone also needs to, you know, sit in a room and be like, "This is going to be great. This is going to sell great. The fans are going to love this." And it's been extremely the you know the clearly the opposite. Howie Rose spoke about them yesterday, I think, because we were listening to the I game. I can't picture him liking it. And he didn't like it either. And then he did some sort of Twitter poll, which I didn't look at, and I forgot to well, tell you about. Well, maybe on Mets booth, but um, yeah, it was he. Yeah. He was like. Yeah, not, not, not like not them good. Either. What yeah. I did like about it uh, in the ballpark, if you happen to be at the game, uh, Cosell would. Uh, uh, announced the the walk up batter as his nickname, which is pretty cool. So there there was aspects nice. to it where it was a little unique. Well, I like but the nicknames. I like the cleats. I like that they have a little more freedom of expression with their uniform for a weekend. These things are just ugly. What would you go with <laughs> if you if you if you were a player and you had to pick a, a nickname for your back? What would you go with? Well, <clears throat> so Petey Mac would be my default one. But uh -huh. if I was really feeling myself, MVP. <laughs> Oh, that's what I get in softball sometimes. Now, <laughs> I guess I should have copyrighted this one because I think Alonzo has uh, already run away with this one. So it I always is, have a tough time with now. that. 
because each year we come up with our jerseys for the group. And I, I always said it was weird to put your name on your back because you're not on the team. Um, but since the jerseys are unique to us, I just get Meenan on the back. I don't, as far as I know, so you're unless, like a Degrom. You, you'd be boring and just put Meenan really, back. I don't, there? I've never had a nickname that I know of, unless people are talking shit about me behind my back. But <laughs> as far as a nickname that people actually say to me, I don't have one. No. Uh, my middle name is Joseph, so I'm DJ, but no one calls me DJ. Ew, what? Um, never. <laughs> no, my never. grandma used to call me Deej sometimes, but. Uh, my dad called me Mickey a long time ago for no reason. When I was really young, Mickey. I don't know why, but maybe it's an Irish thing. Uh, did you ever put a nickname on yours? I had Lizzie on Lizzie, there. And now it's Sorian. Now it's Sorian. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. We don't really have. Nicknames. I don't have a nickname either. Lizzie is technically my nickname because right. my real name is Elizabeth. Right. But, uh, really, I had no idea. But <laughs> if somebody <laughs> no, but if somebody was like Elizabeth, I wouldn't even turn around. Right. 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 Like right, who? Right. All right, so give us a shout. You want to chime in? Maybe you want to let us know what your nickname is going to be. <laughs> 631-388-5195. And don't forget to share the show if you want to be in the running for this Mike Piazza Hall of Fame bobblehead from our friends at FOCO, FOCO.com. If you don't win and you want to uh, purchase anything on the site that's Mets-related, use the promo code LFGM10. You'll get 10% off on FOCO.com. By the so way, big move here to try to write the Mets ship. So I won't. I still won't touch this. You've noticed. Thing. You've noticed. But you, you, so you put it back those... in front of me for the first time in a couple of weeks <laughs> as you try to get that mojo back. Is it uh, Peaks Pugsley? Am I saying it wrong? Pugsley. 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 Added a letter in. I got the shirt that just came out. I yelled it. Yeah. Uh, Pugsley. Yes. So Pugsley's horseshoe is here. It's back where it belongs, and I'm deathly afraid of it and will not touch it. <laughs> yeah. I noticed after, I think that was two weeks ago, two, three weeks, like you said, uh, they were playing hot, but over the past few days, something's got to change. The mojo's got to change a little bit. I was waiting online for the, the uh, Mr. Matt Dash yesterday, and a guy yells at me from inside McKellar, where's the, where's the horseshoe? Like ah, oh, I didn't bring it. He's like, damn it. He's like, that's why we lost. How could you not bring the horseshoe? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, well, I can't bring it. It's it's there's a certain way that we talked about on the show how I get it into the ballpark and I can't bring it in. Uh, maybe I could ask the Mets, but I mean, clearly you can't really walk in with a, a two pound horseshoe. Yeah. Uh, through the metal detectors there. So no. um, on outing days, it'll be their outing days. So uh, next Monday. If you happen to, ha happen to be watching this, we're going to be down in D.C. for the Labor Day game against the Nats. A lot of people are taking the bus. So the bus leaves bright and early from City Field, and there is also a pickup spot in Jersey. So if you're taking the bus in Jersey, we're doing something a little different this year. The bus will leave from City Field and stop on the way in Jersey because we didn't have enough riders to fill two buses completely. So we're going to split up the riders at City Field. And then fill it with the remainder of the, the pickup in Jersey. So if you haven't purchased tickets for that yet, there's still time. Go to thesubline.com, click the blog, and you'll have information on how to buy the ticket through Rally Bus. Um, I might actually be heading down a day early and not ride the bus because Sunday night they're playing the Phillies and Citizens Bank is on the way. So do a little recon mm. for next year. Hit the, the game in Philly on Sunday night. Wake up bright and early in Philly, stay over, and head down to uh, D.C. So Nice. Um, I think we're going to switch it up, too, Lizzie. You kind of getting bored of this bullpen place that we stop at? Like, the, the pregame spot in Nationals Park. Um, We've been, like, five years. We go to the yeah, same place. Yeah, we go to the same place. But it, it is fun because it's very big. They have cornhole. They have, like, them, fun yeah. slushy drinks. I don't right, know. I, right. I don't so, I mean, it. it's always tough. One o'clock game on Monday, Labor Day. It's not the easiest time for a game to start on a holiday. So it really depends on the timing. But I did just get off the phone with um, 
a woman from Mission, Mission down in D.C., which is a, one of the newer bars right across the street from the ballpark. So I kind of have to figure this out today so I can let the fans know. But if you're cheering down in uh, D.C. on Monday, even if you're not with us and you want a place to pregame, I think we're going to go to Mission. Oh, yeah? She okay. said there's a lot of game day specials. They do buckets of beer. They have sliders for $3. They, they, it's... Oh, they have a kitchen. That's, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. one thing that right. the other does. The bullpen yeah. place does not have right. the kitchen. I think they have food trucks or whatever. So... If you're sitting with us, and even if you're not, I'll write a blog post about it for next Monday down in D.C. Um, this weekend, McNeil was back. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going to happen with this lineup? Because Frazier, besides that home run, I think it was like August 10th. I don't know what Frazier's really done for this team lately. And I don't want to shit on the guy because he, he really does seem like a positive force in the clubhouse and a good teammate. But, I mean, that doesn't score runs. So what, what do you think is going to happen with Frazier? Yeah, well, he's going to hold on to the bat for one, right? What I, is how, with that? <laughs> what is with that? It it's over every day. and over and over again. And he talked about it a little bit with Tim Britton at The Athletic. It's said, yeah, I mean, it, it means what you think it means. I'm off balance <laughs> on my front foot, and it's a, it's a bad sign when it's happening. So it's something that he's got to – get right here but the Mets have been playing a lot of these guys every day like I talked about before and and Todd Frazier's not a spring chicken and maybe we'll benefit getting a couple of days off a week and Jeff McNeil playing some time over there at third base McNeil did get a rep at third base in his minor league rehab so I mean it would seem to be that Frazier will be the odd man out at times over the course of these next few weeks unless somebody else starts slumping but Ligaris was hitting well when he was playing. Joe Panic has done a nice job in this lineup. And really, it's just Frazier that is the one who's easy to look at and say, hey, it's been a month or two since you know, you've had consistent success. You know, let's make this kind of move. I, I think, too, it'll be interesting what they do at the top of the lineup. Because Rosario did such a nice job hitting leadoff. Do you pull him out of there? And I like Rosario 1, McNeil 2. I think it balances the lineup pretty well because they are very right-hand heavy, so you get the righty at the top, and then you can mix in the lefties a little bit more. Uh, It enables you to maybe even do some hit and run if Rosario is on, and McNeil's at the plate has great ability to put the bat on the ball. So, you know, I think that they could go with kind of an old-school approach there at the top of the lineup, and, I mean, it's dangerous. Then you go to Alonzo and Conforto and – you got some bats at the top of that lineup when these guys are going. How about uh, was it Saturday night? They got Rosario bunting. Oh, uh, I hated that. Seriously, like what? Oh, I was screaming. You know what it is? It's not even like it's not the greatest statistical play. It's that Rosario's a horrible bunter. Right, right. And we've right. seen this for years. Like he's not good at it. He doesn't seem like his heart is in it. And all you do is put him down in the count. Right. Like I, I wish you could have the numbers on that. Not only, you know, what a sacrifice is really worth in terms of run expectancy and such in an inning, but also the fact that when it fails, you now put a guy in an O2 hole typically, and now you're asking them to swing. And I right. know Mickey Callaway said, "Look, he hit so well with two strikes, we weren't worried about that." But that's it's a problem if you're down in the in the count, even if he has had some hits with two strikes. So I I hated it. You got to know your players. And this is something that Rosario has not shown an ability to do, drop down a bunt. So I was yelling at the TV, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. why do you have this guy bunting here? It drove me nuts. 
So with the lineup, you know, might have to be getting uh, a little shaken up a little bit. And uh, with the addition of Nimmo, I mean, Nimmo has been playing yeah. great. Uh, looks like he'll be. I hope he'll be back soon. I think um, he'll be off the bench. I don't know that he'll yeah, be yeah, starting, yeah. Right, but right, he's right. been a really good pinch hitter over the years. That's something he's shown the ability to do: come off the bench, get some hits. That's kind of how he earned playing time a couple of years back. Uh, so he could be a you know, a great guy to have coming off the bench. I mean, think about it. They've had like Aaron Altair as their second best <laughs> pinch hitter these last few weeks, right. and now. All of a sudden, you're going to be looking up, and they have a bench with some bats available. Frazier from the right side, Nimmo from the left side. So you feel good if those two are coming up at a big spot. Um, you know, it's a lot it's a lot better than what the situation has been. That's right, for sure. right, right. I mean, uh, uh, speaking of, um, you know, off the bench, the uh, Buffalo came in yesterday, 18 straight games now with a hit. Uh, Wilson Ramos. Unfortunately, Tomas Nito. How out. about the, like, little bunt? Single oh, he I know, had, right? uh, this week. I, I mean, know. that was something else. He could get down the line. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw one of the one of the stat guys who has access to like how long it takes a guy to get home and home to first uh -huh. was looking it up and was gonna like uh, write something uh, tongue in cheek about uh -huh. Ramos taking you know ten seconds to get the right, first right, right, or something, right. still beat it out. He's like, oh, he actually got down there pretty quick. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, Ramos sniffed that one that out. Huge. That was huge. Yeah, it's a big play. So uh, let's hit the phones. We got EJ in DC. What's up, EJ? Hey, Darren. I got. Uh, I was wondering. I figured it would be pretty hard to get tickets for it, but if the Mets end up having a uh, away wild card game, would you guys try to get an event going for that? Or oh, I think it would be impossible. I think uh, trying to get a group outing aspect for a playoff game, especially a one game playoff against uh, you know the Nationals or anyone else, would be very hard to do. I mean, if there was a one game playoff for or even a playoff series against the Tampa Bay Rays maybe we can get some some uh, tickets for the World Series but um I don't ever see that happening unfortunately you know I was thinking about this if they did play the Nationals in the wild card game didn't the Nationals years ago make it difficult for Phillies fans to buy tickets didn't they like black I think out was, certain that sounds zip codes familiar. I don't know if it was Phillies but I know that the the Cubs and the Brewers have something like that yeah, I've definitely heard of that one happening. Yeah, in Milwaukee, they don't allow, you know, people from St. Louis to purchase tickets or people from Chicago to purchase That's tickets. That's messed up. Yeah. I don't see it happening. I mean, I would certainly go as long as it's cool with the wife and, uh, you know <laughs> – uh, if that's where the game's going to be played. I mean, because that's how it works, right? Whoever, whoever is the top spot in the yeah. wild card will, will host. Yeah. So at this point, it doesn't look like it would be at City Field. But, I mean, yeah, would you, are you going to go? Are you, do you live in D.C.? I live in D.C., so, I'll, yeah, I would definitely be there if it's in D.C. or Philly. I would probably won't be able to get up to New York, but either of those two places, I'll be there. You might have to buy all the tickets for us, EJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll try my best. You got the good zip code. With your zip code. All right, EJ, be good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You know, yeah, I remember them doing that with the – I think it was the Philly fans years ago because there would be takeovers down there in D.C. Uh -huh. and. Yeah. You know, it would be a mess. I, mean, I, don't I, I understand it's tough to get playoff tickets and they, they could be kind of selective, but you got to think Mets fans would want to take a shot at that. I, gu I guess they'd probably sell them in advance, right? right? See, the Mets wouldn't even know if they're in yet and you wouldn't be. You don't want to go see the Nationals host the Cardinals in the NL wildcard game if you're a Mets fan. I don't so. think it would be the Nationals doing that because just for, for yeah, instance, okay. I'm pulling up this thing that they're doing for us. So next week, like we've been talking about, we have the outing on Monday, but 
Tuesday and Wednesday, the the uh, the series still continues. So what the Nationals are doing for us special, they put up a special link where they're discounting the field level seats by $16 per ticket. So if you happen to uh, be in the area, maybe you can't go on Monday for whatever reason, Labor Day, but you want to still go to the game and sit in a section with just Mets fans, they actually set aside tickets in section 109 and 108 for both days. So head on over to our site and there's a link where you can click it and it brings you to their site with uh, a special ticket offer. So thanks to the Nats for that. I mean, and I wrote in the blog post, I was like, you know, we're bitter rivals on the field, but, you know, we have a great relationship otherwise. Yeah, and, and to be fair, this is something that happened back in 2012. <laughs> right. So I, I just looked it up. Remember, the Nationals, they weren't good yet at that point. So it, it took a little while for them to build it up. So it might be a, a very different situation than what was going on seven years ago. Can you believe we're even talking playoffs right now? It's end of August. Well, I, I've accepted this now over the last three weeks. You know, I'm, I'm Wait for the Mets to be in that spot. It's right, kind of right, stalled right. out over these uh, the, these past few days. We finally uh, worked out our details with the team. Like we had in 15 and 16, we have the option, since we're part of the Seven Line Army, to purchase strips, which is really great of them to do for us. So I sent out that email on Thursday or Friday with the details. I'm like, I can't believe I'm actually writing this email right now. <laughs> it's the end of August. We're talking about playoff strips. And granted, this week is, uh, I'm not going to say do or die, but this week, but oh, by the time week. we have our next show, because it's going to be over a week before our next show, by the time we're sitting here, season three, episode 28, next Thursday, we're going to really know what's going on. Well, th these next two weeks really are huge. They play the Cubs at home. The Cubs are the team that is that they're chasing, right, uh -huh. that has that second wild card spot right now. The Mets are also behind the Phillies, so they have to surpass Philadelphia, and they play at Philly this weekend. Then they're down in Washington, as we know, the, the Labor Day weekend. And then they get Philadelphia again. So all of these teams that you're chasing, you're facing head-to-head -head over these next two weeks. And then the schedule does lighten a little bit after that point. They get Arizona. They get Colorado. They get Cincinnati. Uh, they get Miami. So they get some teams that have losing records. Yes, you do have the Dodgers mixed in there and the Braves later, but uh, the schedule does lighten up after this two-week stretch. This is pivotal for them to get back some of that mojo that they had recently. Hopefully that uh, horseshoe being on your desk is going to help That's it. change the tides here a little bit. Uh, give us a call, 631-388-5195, Mets or whatever. We're also giving away this Forever Collectibles, Foco, Mike Piazza, Hall of Fame bobblehead today. So if you're happening, if you happen to be watching live, share the show right now, and you'll be put into the running to win. We're going to select one name on each platform, Twitter and Facebook, at the end of the show, and we'll mail you yours for free. Thanks to Foco.com for that. So uh, we just talked about DC. We're also heading down to Cincinnati at the end of next month, and I just uh, this morning actually locked up the pregame for that as well. So if you're hitting that game. We are going to be at the Hofbrau House, which is actually in Kentucky. It's not in Cincinnati. It's not Ohio. It's in Kentucky. It's just over the bridge. And uh, I've been told that Oktoberfest is is uh, huge in Cincinnati. It's only second to Germany. So as far as Oktoberfest celebrations are concerned, it's mm. Germany, Cincinnati, Ohio. Wow. I did uh, not know that. Right. So Have you been to Kentucky before? Yeah, I used to race BMX in Kentucky every year. I used to go to Louisville uh, back in my BMX days. But I went That's to a good opportunity to cross the state off the list for a lot of people. Like I've never been to Kentucky. Just to walk over the bridge, be there yeah, for a second. Like, oh, oh, I've been in this state. It's over. So we're gonna be at the Hofbrau House prior. And the cool part about it is, like I said, it's in Kentucky. So it, we're gonna be pre-gaming in a different state. But it's a 20-minute walk, about a 20-minute walk. But it's a really cool walk because you walk over the purple purple people 
Eater Bridge from um, Kentucky into Cincinnati. And since it is Oktoberfest, we hear it's it's kind of going to be bumping. So the cool thing that they're doing for us is they're actually reserving the entire outdoor uh, beer garden space, which has um, uh, has a bunch of games, cornhole, and and so on and so forth. So nice. definitely plan on being there. It uh, it opens at 11 a.m. and the game is at one that day. So couple hours to pregame then we'll walk over together over the bridge should make for a great little little parade if you want to check out the place though go to uh halfbrow house newport.com and uh check out their menu check out their beers should be a great time out there in kentucky that's gonna be cool be in a different state for the uh for the morning and those are the serious steins too oh, you yeah. know yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. work out the biceps a little bit before you Oh, have yeah. some of the hot browns Absolutely. There. You ever see those competitions where you have to hold it out? Did we talk about that on the show? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't remember we talked about it, but yeah, I've seen those competitions. I don't think I'd be very good at that. No. I mean, it, I mean there's got to be a way. Like, if you're wearing a sweatshirt or something, you can almost cheat. You can, <laughs> you can put a brace down <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, put a little, like a, a, um, uh, like a broom handle or something in there yeah. and mock it up into your into your uh, armpit there. I don't know if they checked. I wonder if you have to wear short sleeves for these <laughs> kind of competitions here. Um, Trying to find the loophole. I do want to give a special shout-out, though. We don't do this very often, but there's uh, a couple kids. Well, they're not really kids anymore. They're, they're becoming men. They just graduated from high school in, in uh, Manhattan. Let me, pull up the, um, let me pull up the page here so I don't screw it up. They run an Instagram account called Mets Militia. So it's two guys, two kids, two guys, two men that run Mets Militia. Hatter, uh, I think Kaplan, Hatter Kaplan, and uh, his buddy Liam. They both graduated from the, what's the high school called? Heschel High School in New York City. I actually Skyped into their class before. The, the teacher wanted to, um, it wasn't like a show and tell thing, but they had to either interview someone that they wanted to write about or or, or whatever. So we actually Skyped in and spoke to the class a couple years ago. That was a thrill for me. So they're actually graduating, but um, Hatter is heading to um, uh, Israel to study and uh, volunteer for a year. But his buddy Liam is actually joining the Israeli army. So I want to give a special shout out to them. They run a great account on Instagram, Mets underscore militia. And I actually asked him, like, since you guys are going to Israel now, are you going to be able to be locked into the games? And he told me that you know, with the time change, it's going to be 2 a.m. when the game starts. Hey, who needs sleep? They're still going to be up for the games. And I uh, just wanted to say to Liam, definitely, um, you know, stay safe out there. And, um, you know, great, great Instagram page. And let's go Mets. And uh, I'll see you guys when you get back to New York. Um, what else was I going to say? What's up, Lizzie? Oh, um, I just got a call from Caitlin. Uh-huh. She is the partner of Andy. Okay. And she rides a horse also in Times Square. And Andy is oh, no the way. rider of Pugsley. No way. So Andy doesn't have any social media. So She has no idea what's been going on with, with Pugsley. No, or she he, knows he what's doesn't. going on. He has no idea. So she says that, like, she's been taking photographs and now there's a T-shirt. And she said, you know, like, oh, my God, he's going to be so excited. And so, so she just wants to let me know that, like, he doesn't have social media. So if we wanted to, like, do something special. And, Absolutely. Like, send him the shirts. and You stuff. know, I was actually waiting for this to happen because when Andy, now I know his name again, he told me, I forgot, it slipped my mind, when Andy gave me Pugsley's horseshoe, I thought that was going to be like the end of it. I'm like, yeah, you know, and whatever. This is yeah. cool. I'll hang it up. And then the run that they went on, and I'm got in my head that this is a good luck charm now. Yeah. 
Um, I wasn't sure if we were ever going to cross paths again with Andy, but now we clearly have to get yeah, him the T-shirts. I, um, yes, I, I wrote down his last name, and she said that she's going to try and get like his all his information and email it to us. So. Unbelievable. So, Caitlin, thanks so much for calling. So the Pugsley shirts came out the other day, and uh, some people were a little confused because they weren't following along with the um, with the story of Pugsley. So if you happen to be interested, whether you're a horse riding enthusiast, a Mets fan, or uh, an LGM fan. They are available now. I think that the sizes are running low. I know the women's are getting a little low as well. So sumline.com, the Pugsley t-shirt, and uh, we'll definitely get one out there for Andy as well. Um, so what's the, the best case scenario is clearly sweeping the Cubs. But I think that after this past weekend, if they don't come out tomorrow night strong and win, I mean, the, the morale level, I mean, the fan graphs say 30%. The morale level of the fans have to be just dipping drastically. Um, I hope not. I mean, I'm wearing my PMA shirt today, but I mean, the the, the tide the changed only so team, quick. You know, the only team that has had the Mets number over the last month and a half is the Atlanta Braves. Yep, and they have destroyed the Mets this year. The Mets are five and eleven against Atlanta. There's only one more series against the Braves. It is at home as well in September, but other than Atlanta, and the Mets lost a series to anybody over the last month. Uh, I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. So, no, listen, the Braves have the Mets number. The Mets know it right now, but that's not the end of the world. You shake off this weekend. Yeah, there's still two games back. Everything's kind of clumped together now for that second wild card, but it's not like all is lost here. I like that you're the one convincing I me know. Now. Well, I'm in now. <laughs> I told you. And I, I see talent with this team. They are getting healthier. Nimmo getting re-added to the equation is nice. The way Rosario has developed this year. Even Ligaris, when he gets some playing time, hit for a couple of weeks there. So you know, they just have a lot of things going their way. I think the starting pitching is looking really good. Uh, Zach Wheeler was a little disappointing the other day. But... You know, the bullpen, now Edwin Diaz is hurt, and maybe he ends up going on the injured list, and maybe that's not the worst thing for the Mets. And clearly, this guy either wasn't 100% or wasn't going to put it together over the course of this year. I know I had reached that point. And now you don't have to you know, worry about trying to get him right like they had been spending months doing. If he ends up on the injured list, all right, then he's out of the picture, and you know you have to make it work with Lugo, with Familia, which guys have been pitching better. Paul Seawald did some nice performances uh, over the course of the last week. So, you know, I, I don't think it's a huge negative to to lose a guy who's really been struggling right now and finally just say, all right, we're not going to get him right. This isn't going to happen in 2019. Let's make it work with everybody else. I'm trying to find it now because I, 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 I talk about Shannon uh, Miss at Miss underscore Met a lot, and she actually put a tweet up. Oh, here we go. Um, like a this, Regan vulture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> great. Even Phil Regan uh, gets in on the nickname game this weekend. DeGrom does not, which is fine. Um, Shannon at Miss Matt. This guy tries and he tries and he tries. He never hides from the media. He's honest. He clearly gives it his all every time out. I know the results haven't been there, but man, it's good to know he at least cares. And she's talking about Diaz there because he, like she's right. He doesn't. He's not the kind of guy who has an off night and just shies from the cameras and makes makes excuses. Yeah. And um. Granted, you know, the results are what speaks the most and fans kind of get on him. Uh, but I, I wasn't happy with seeing that on Saturday night. So he gets pulled from the game. Clearly, it looked like he has some type of issue. Uh, and, and the fans were booing him at City Field. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, I, I get the frustration that this guy's not the guy who we thought we were getting, but booing is so counterproductive at this point. It doesn't do anything I'm for... I'm like booing him, but don't boo when he's hurt. hurt. Yeah. You know, yeah. like when a guy's hurt... Maybe the fans at the, at the ballpark didn't know what we were hearing from well, the Well, he booth. was walked off by the tr with the trainer. You know, I think it's pretty obvious that something was... You're also having oh. fans catch a Braves from running claps, so maybe they're not as observant. Uh, I, I get it. I mean, look, and it wasn't the worst uh, fan performance of the weekend. You had the Colts fans booing Andrew Luck when they found out during the game on their phones, wait, Andrew Luck is retiring and he's standing on the sideline right here and they booed him off the field. And then he explained his decision and I'm sure a lot of those fans understood a little bit more what he's been going through over the last few years. But um, but yeah, I, I I get it. Look, it's it's an emotion in the moment. Yeah, I mean, Edwin yeah. Diaz gave up a home run. He's been bad all year. They gave up a lot for him. Uh, so I understand the frustration. But when a guy's hurt, yeah, usually you want to check check it back back a little right, bit. Right, right, right. Speaking of luck, did you see the rea I mean, reactions were a plenty on the internet. But the one that struck me was uh, OJ Simpson, who I do not follow. But OJ was at his fantasy draft. That's where you his... draw the line is yeah. that OJ will not follow yeah, I don't follow OJ. <laughs> I don't follow OJ. I don't follow the Bagel Boss guy. I mean, there's some some standards I have here on following people. On he got counts. arrested. He got arrested yesterday, so. Money's oh, um, upset he's going to lose his payday. Yeah. It's such a mess. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's such a sad situation. Anyway, so uh, OJ's sitting at a bar doing his fantasy draft, and the camera goes to him, and it's like, uh uh, you couldn't have done this 45 minutes ago. I just picked you on my fantasy team. And, like, of course, the reactions to the comments are like, oh, Andrew Luck's dead. <laughs> OJ Simpson's going to go after you now. Um, share the show. Terrible. <laughs> Be in the running. Yeah, uh, now retiring isn't like the – it's the worst thing you've ever done because oh now God. you're going to be dead. Uh, share the show. You uh, could be in the running for this Mike Piazza bobblehead. We pick one winner on Twitter, one winner on Facebook. If you don't win, go to foco.com and get one and buy one. It's 10% off with the promo code LFGM10. The next person to get through on the line will play What's in the Box, presented by our friends at Lumberland. Um, Speaking of dead, someone who seems to be... Oh, my God. <laughs> Darren. Back. Where are we going here? <laughs> someone, it's a good segue. Someone who seems to be back from the dead. Jed Lowry is wow. actually playing baseball. In uh, St. Lucie and running the bases quite well. So um, is this an imposter? Is this a body double? Is this a twin? Or is this, in fact, Jed Lowry? What do you think? I guess that's Jed Lowry. Are we ever going to see this guy play for the Mets? You know, it's fun. I I was not at the game, so I only saw it on Twitter. So maybe somebody else can confirm it. But they were, I guess, showing Jed Lowry rehab highlights or something. Uh -huh. And they played Pearl Jam's Alive <laughs> at City Field over the highlights. If, they, if that happened, that is an A plus uh, from yeah, the, the Mets people there that run everything with the scoreboard and uh, all that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, he's, he's coming back. I wouldn't expect anything out of Jed Lowry because this guy didn't have a spring training. Guys have played baseball since the end of last season. Hmm. He needs a lot of games to get ramped up and just walk in in September and be productive right off the bat. I, I don't see that happening. So he's not going to be who, – who came he back? He could be on the roster, but I, I'm not expecting Jed Lowry to pick up big hits for this Mets team. You know, I don't think he's going to be like, you know, what Joe Panic has been right, these right, last right. few weeks. Was it uh, Schwarber came back last minute for the Cubs and, and produced in the playoff run? I, I don't, yeah, like you said, I don't expect Lowry to come here and be yes, like the Schwarber's second a good coming. example. Right, came back and, and, I mean, and tore really the cover off the ball. It's really difficult to do. Really? Yeah, I, I said the same thing then about Schwarber. Um, you know, listen, it, it happens. It's baseball, but I, I wouldn't depend on it right, with right. Jed Lowry, right? Like, if he's on the bench, he's an extra bat. Uh, you know, you have a long game like the other night. Maybe he gets in there. If he shows you something, he could play a little bit. But 
I don't think he's better than anybody else that we're knocking Todd Frazier out of the lineup right now, right? Who else are you knocking out to get Jed Lowry in there at the I moment? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm glad, I'm, I'm, like we talked about, I'm glad they did uh, DFA Altair. I mean, it's, it was a long time coming. But um, Pete, our chicken sandwiches are coming back in stock in a couple weeks. That is the home run apple beanie. So uh, if you follow along on the internet there, the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, they can't keep it in stock, and everyone's banging down the doors trying to get this freaking thing. You know, I, I saw today two guys went to a Popeye's bought all of their chicken sandwiches and they're trying to sell them on the street. No way. That's smart. Is anyone buying them? <laughs> no. That's a great oh. idea. Who wants a cold chicken sandwich and a guy sell it on the corner? Who wants to buy a Homer and Apple beanie for $300 on eBay? People do it. It's crazy. I mean, that's smart. Smart by those oh, guys. Oh, come on. It wasn't working for them, though. But I saw Popeye's and uh, uh, what's the other one? Chick-fil-A got into a little pissing match. Yeah. Uh, Chick-fil-A wrote... Uh, Popeye's wrote... Uh, people need to eat on Sundays. People still need to eat chicken sandwiches on Sundays on their their you know their marquee there. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chick Fil A replied, "Yeah, but at least our chicken our sandwiches are always in stock or something like that, like throwing shade." But what problem that they're having now is not a problem at all. I mean, granted, they're not making money by people not buying the chicken sandwiches, but having them be out of stock is the best marketing they've done. I mean, I haven't talked about Pop. I've never had Popeyes in my life. What? I never had it. I never talked about it. We're talking oh. about it here. Not that anyone watching this is being inf influenced now to go eat Popeyes, but um yo, eat Popeyes. It's good. It's good. Popeyes good stuff. Popeyes. I survived on that in college. I don't know. I stay away from like garbage meat. You know, like I don't eat hot dogs. I don't eat uh, chicken. It's not really chicken, though. The what ingredients. Are you, about? you see the uh, if you go to the Popeyes website, there's like the menu or the ingredients or the list of ingredients. What's in that chicken sandwich? That's not chicken. I want to try that chicken sandwich so bad. And the reason I'm talking about this is because the Homer and Apple beanies, who people want to have get a piece of, are going to be back in stock soon. Yeah. And we have an idea with the um, the truck, the Seven Lines truck, which we use for the the Alive After Five and other random things throughout the year. Um, we want to set up the truck where it's like a Homer and Apple uh, truck for the day. So we'll load it up at the same time as we push the button on the site to restock the site. We'll open the truck and it'll be two ways to purchase, either from the truck or from the site. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. It looks like, like right around September 15th-ish. I don't know what day of the week that is, but that's when they'll be back in stock. And we'll definitely let you guys know what's going on so let's tell you what i'm still upset you're slandering popeyes over here <laughs> that's good stuff listen it's the season here is coming to a close and now that we actually have a lot of baseball related things to talk to talk about where we kind of keep pushing off this eating competition but i thought we were going to have <laughs> at least one show here where we start with like something where we're eating while we're doing the show where it's not just us sitting here yeah, and eating let's get some popeye sandwiches next yes week. I'm, I'm totally down. Speaking of eating things during a show, I'm totally jumping around here now. <laughs> now, uh, Maggie Gray, who uh, once ate a complete pie on the air, pie, is yeah. back in the booth today. So uh, back in the booth, back in the studio mm -hmm. on the fan. So shout out to Maggie, which is probably like right now, actually. Uh, don't turn this off to listen to her. But <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> pop on to the fan and uh, see what's up with CMB. Let's get to what's in the box. And now it's time for everybody's favorite game. What's in the box? Presented by Lumberland.com. All right, we got Danny. I don't know where Danny's from, but we got Danny for What's in the Box. What's up, Danny? Yo, what's up, guys? Oh, is this Danny, Danny? Danny Shay! <laughs> I don't even think this is allowed. But, Hang uh, up. 
Yeah, it should no, be some no, stranger. But I guess no, you are a stranger I, now. You don't work he, anymore. Yeah, he doesn't work anymore. He's totally legit. What's up, Danny? What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, we're doing all right. Uh, how's college life, man? Dude, it's so much fun. <laughs> why are you? Why aren't you still sleeping, Danny? Yeah, Danny. You just it's, got out it's of class. It's only one o'clock. It's two in the afternoon. You should be asleep, right? <laughs> well, I just got out of class, so. All right, dude. So I'm listen. I'm gonna go to sleep in a little while. Uh, one, two, three, or four. Whatever is in there is yours for free. What do you want, Danny? <sighs> two. Two. Yeah. This gift card. You got a gift card. Gift card for Danny worth $2. $40 gift card for Danny. All right, Danny. We'll uh, send you the code. All right, dude? Cool. Later, man. Thanks, guys. Bye, Danny. Bye. So you know what? And to Danny's credit, no Does one else he was have really... a secret number? Nobody was calling. No, I was looking to see. like I was like, next person I called, and I didn't see anyone calling. He and was I guess, legit the next like, person. like, screw it. I'll so, try. And he yep. actually got through. So uh, head on over to Lumberland.com. Check out all the cool bat mugs that they have to offer. I mentioned a little while ago, they do have a new... Uh, collab going on with Tops. So I think I, I didn't watch the video here prior to going live. I just happened to notice it on their website. But the uh, it looks like you purchase the mug and you get some free baseball cards as well. So Lumberland.com, they got the, the signature series with all the different uh, uh, licensed mugs from MLBPA and Lumberland. Make great gifts for yourself or a loved one, a broomsman's gift or whatever, something great for your wall. Or Jason Vargas. Tailgate party, Jason Vargas. Get him a gift. Anything that you can think of, these guys will take care of for you. So Lumberland.com, use the special promo code OABT for 15% off your bat mug today. Uh, all right, Pete. So this week is huge. Uh, by the next time we have a show, which is next Thursday, I don't know what date that is, like the 6th or something like that. The 5th. Tuesday the 5th is our next show. So Thursday. Well, Thursday the oh, I'm 5th. sorry. Thursday the 5th is our next show. We're going to know by then. <sighs> what's really going to be going on. I mean, clearly, a lot can be, a lot can happen this next week, and we're hopefully, hopefully it's no, It's positive. a big week, and then the following yeah. week is big, too. I, I think it's the next two weeks that are pivotal for the Mets. They have to win three of these series, and then they'll be in a, a strong position to play meaningful baseball all the way down the stretch. They win only one of these four series, then football season starts. <laughs> Speaking of, when is that? When does football season start? September 8th, I believe, is week one. That's the Sunday week one, and then it starts the Thursday before. All right. So, um, yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens, man. I'm kind of nervous about it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying my positivity is dropping, but in the fashion they lost these last three games, I, I am dipping Listen, a little bit. Listen, they play but... the Braves tight in yeah. this yeah. series, right? I, I, I didn't see anything that made me say, oh, the Mets are playing bad baseball or, or they're not good anymore. I did not see that. The Braves are an extremely good team playing tremendous baseball right now. Yeah, they are a little banged up in the lineup, but the Braves are a very good team, and they've had the Mets number. I'm not you know, selling the Mets down the river here because they lost three to Atlanta. I'm sorry. I, I do believe in what this team has done over the last month plus now. So I think they'll kick it right back up. Remember, the Cubs, they've been terrible on the road. They don't hit away from Wrigley Field. So it's a really nice opportunity for the Mets to, at the very least, win that series. And then, yeah, it gets real. You go on the road in the division, going to Philly and Washington, but you know, those teams are flawed, too. You yeah, get into yeah. a, a close game with the Nationals, and it's late. You're not confident against their bullpen? 
you know, and the Mets have showed a penchant for scoring runs late, even yesterday. It looked like, man, they're going to come back again, and they fell one hit short, but uh, I thought they played two tight games. Look, one of them was 14 innings. The other, they lost by one run, 2-1, mm-hmm. and then they were leading after Alonzo's home run on Saturday, and I think Zach Wheeler had a pretty good, uh, a very good performance, and they lost 9-5, but that's that's a tight series. I don't have any problems with the way they played this weekend. I'm loving. I'm loving the positivity. All right, guys. So listen, we're going to do the share contest now. Lizzie's going to take care of the Facebook. I'm going to do the Twitter, and then we're going to call this a a week. Uh, It's going to be a fun one if you're heading out to City Field. I mean, it got a little light there this weekend. I actually was thinking that the place was going to be jumping more than it was, um, which was surprising, actually. I was watching the game on Friday. I'm like, wow, it it, it got loud there at the end. This week will be big because you'll have a lot of Cubs fans there, and I think that We'll ratchet things up a little bit. Yeah, you got to Tuesday def- to Thursday. Defend the house. Yeah. Uh, the Mets are doing this forty percent off promotion too. Like, uh, granted, like we've talked about it numerous times on the show, I think it's kind of a bummer for the fans that pay full price before the se- season starts. But uh, they are doing what they can to to pack the house, and uh, the guys certainly feed off that. So. Um, this is, I guess, this is me shilling for people to buy tickets. But go to Mets.com, 40% off, uh, heading out to the ballpark. It be should, louder than the Cubs fans if you're there. Should be a fun one. Wednesday I'll be out there, and uh, I'm hoping that these guys do something. I mean, I'm get, I'm a little nervous. We didn't talk about this at all. Stroman uh, says he's going to pitch tomorrow night, but yeah. uh, he got pulled pretty early the other Three night. Four innings. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that he's okay because we definitely need a strong rotation the rest of the year to, to get this done. They can't rely on the bullpen. Uh, as much as they did that that night. Um, Lizzie, you ready to go? I am ready to go. All right, Lizzie, you could pick the winner over on FB. Hopefully they haven't won before. All right, tell me when to stop. Hopefully it's not Danny. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, stop. Uh, Wayne Hansbury Jr. Cool. All right, Wayne, you win. Piazza Bobble. And if you actually are one of the winners from the past week or so, uh, we haven't shipped those out yet. We've been slammed over here. If you haven't noticed. Oh, actually, no. Uh, he won? No, people people got their uh, notifications right before the show started. Oh, look at that. Well, I was trying to, you know, so we've been a little busy over here. I mean, if that's a been little good. is an understatement. Danny is gone. It's been a, it's a three person show. Uh, in in this studio, saw so the video of you and Drew working very fast in me, the back. Me, Drew, and Lizzie we were packing orders last week. Uh, yeah, just get, just trying to keep up. And um, thank you guys for recognizing that we're trying our best over here. So, uh, if you haven't uh, gotten your delivery confirmation yet or shipping notification, we're we're getting on it. We're working on it. So, stay tuned. Uh, Pete, let me know when you want me to stop this one over here. All right, stop. All right, let me make sure this guy has not won before before I tell him he wins. He has not. James, at James Bayerga, B-A-E-R-G-A, you win. Bayerga? Bayerga. Relation to Carlos? Oh, maybe. We'll see. Um, I don't think so. Maybe. Uh, We'll mail that out to you. All right, dude. And um, I don't know. Fun show. See you in a week and a half. Let's have a big week. Oh, man, I'm nervous. Wednesday night, see you at the ballpark if you happen to be there. I'll... uh, are, is the bus picking people up in the MTA Marina, lot Marina. or Marina? We'll, Marina? we'll email everyone. Somebody, somebody had uh, asked that question. Okay, yeah. Big weekend. Before. It's going to be a big one. We're going to be down in Philly on Sunday night, I, I believe. And then Monday, Monday is the outing. It's going to be a big one. So uh, we'll see you guys soon. Let's go Mets. Get hot. Don't touch that uh, Pugsley horseshoe. It. I am not touching that. And we'll see you guys soon. Let's go Mets. Stay far away from the horseshoe. <laughs>